Hello and welcome to this marketing show. We've got an absolute gift for you this time of year. We've got a special guest, Keith Dobman. Now, he's a glass specialist out of Naples, Florida, who I think is one of the top performers on LinkedIn. He does an awesome job creating a continuous stream of content. And you know if you're on LinkedIn, one of the questions we get all the time is, what do I post? So, Keith, thanks for joining us today. Maybe start by telling the folks what you do at My Glass Door. Rick, Cheryl, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I am a glass specialist. What does that mean? I measure, sell, manufacture, and install heavy glass, frameless shower enclosures, wine cellars, office partitions, and glass railings. So tempered glass, laminated glass, safety glass. That's, that's my primary job. And, you know, if people are on LinkedIn, you know what he does. And he positions it in so many creative ways, uh, humor, uh, before, after shots, just a really nice job. Now, Keith, you've got about 18,000 you're approaching followers on LinkedIn. How long have you been on the platform? And is LinkedIn the only social channel you're on? Yeah, great question. LinkedIn is the only social channel that I utilize for the business and branding and helping create uh, market awareness in our niche. I do have an Instagram account that I occasionally browse through, but I am fully committed 100% to LinkedIn. I don't know if that's a right or wrong technique, but I can tell you, I'm able to put a lot more time into one versus spreading across five. And it, it's shown over the last two years. I've noticed um, along the way, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, I'm real close to 20,000 now. And incrementally, I've seen the power behind that um, more than you'd think on the surface. Now, what, what's the power? Because Keith, we have viewers right now, some are advanced, some are still you know, thinking, you know, they're kicking the tire, should I get into this thing? Talk to us, like, what's it done for you personally or your business? Yes, absolutely. Once I got through that uncomfortable phase of taking the perfect selfie video and, and kind of finding out what my shtick was going to be, because at the end of the day, they say, you know, if, if you have fun while you're working, you never really work a day in your life. And I'm that ultimate fun guy. I like, I want to do my job at a high level, but I want to have an extreme amount of fun while I'm doing it. And I figured I'd interject that into kind of my shtick. And um, what ended up happening was as I started gaining more followers, I started becoming more credible to people when I'm going out on the jobs. I was able to, I guess it gave the illusion that I'm more of a professional because I'm blasted all over social media, but I was able to leverage that uh, into my favor when the, it became between me and a competitor of mine and they haven't seen anything that he's doing online. They don't know him. Um, maybe it was just a referral, but they feel like they already know me before they even meet me. And, you know, that changed the whole dynamic because now it's not going through that uncomfortable introductory. They already kind of really know who they're getting once I get there. So the expectations are already set. No. And uh, that's, that's been one of the biggest things. Yeah, because your personality, you know, shines in your posts. And uh, what I like about what you do is you bring a lot of people into your content. It's not always just you. Um, how often are you posting? And if you could share with the audience, you know, what's your strategy behind posts? You just come up with them randomly, like, because this is one of the challenge people have is what do I post? How often? So maybe, you know, share some of your strategies if you would. Sure. So the kind of the evolution when I need, I, so when I got on my mother, believe it or not, um, said, Keith, you need to get on the social media. And she goes, I want you to try LinkedIn. And I want you to check out this guy named Gary V. Well, I never heard of him. 
who this is. And she goes, you'll like him. Uh, he's real energetic and he swears just like you. You'll like him. You'll like him. <laughs> and so I started watching some of his posts and I was like, okay, I, I could see where he's going with this. And it wasn't a slimy, like he was just, I don't know. I, when I saw him, I said, this is it. This is, this is what I'm going to do. So I started posting, started posting. I'm like, geez, I just posted one good one. I shouldn't post another one. You know, I'm going to wait till this one for tomorrow. You know, I am, I'm not going to be greedy and do another post. And then I saw one of his, and he said, you know, just think about every 10 minutes when you pick up your phone and you go through your newsfeed, how many screens are you buzzing through in that 10 minute span? I mean, thousands. So when I really put that in perspective, I'm doing a post you know, I, I might get some viewership, but more than likely that thing is going to be gone in the flash of a second. So it's, it's more about consistency now. And, and, and really right now I'm trying to post four or five times a day. Wow. I mean, and first of all, Keith, like we're super thrilled to have you on with us today. And I know you, you talked about like the amount of content that you're posting and that you're the fun guy and people recognize you and you're building a relationship with your customer. Would you say that that's your prime objective when it comes to why you're on the platform and why you're creating the content? Like, what are you analyzing from a KPI perspective month to month? What are you looking at? Are you looking at how the post performs? Are you looking at the engagement that it gets with your followers? Um, and, and how, like, what is the whole purpose behind doing all of this content? Cause you're doing videos, you're doing photos, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so it, that's, a, that's a phenomenal question. Actually, in the last quarter of this year, we started, uh, we have a couple other employees that are helping me with this because it's, I'm way in over my head as far as the analytics are concerned. But from just a surface level, we're, I'm starting to post similar things throughout one week so I can track um, the viewership on that specific content. And then there's still shots with you know just verbiage and how is that content received? And each one of those days, it's gonna be something different because you say, okay, the, the pictures are good, but not that picture, these style pictures are better. So we're starting to compile some of that data. Um, but my first objective when we did it was to help build uh, rapport. Uh, almost, you know, I'm not meeting you, but you're kind of seeing who you're going to get. Should I come to the house? And I've kind of learned over the years when negotiating or selling to a, a prospect, the number one thing that you could do to help influence the decision is trust. You know, trust and understanding that where they're coming from. And if I can do one of those two things, there's a high probability that we're going to do business together. And so building rapport is probably one of the fastest ways to get to trust, in my opinion. So that's kind of why I do the videos. A lot of people don't do videos. Even internally, I'm telling them the benefit of this because, again, when a customer walks in our showroom and they say, I'm just looking, we all know that's not true, especially in the middle of a pandemic. They're going to get in their car. They're going to drive. They're going to come into a showroom where they don't know anybody in a pandemic, and they're just looking. I don't necessarily, I think there's something else there. And the only reason they say that is because they want to kind of give the smell test. Who am I dealing with? Do I like these people? Do I feel it's worth spending my hard earned money here? And so you need to build trust. And so I figured if I could get out in front of that by doing these videos, and if I do enough of them, people will already feel like they know me before they even meet me. And I can bypass that. We're just looking and hopefully I win them over because our showroom looks good or it smells good. <laughs> Uh, just a little two millimeter shift. You're, you're essentially a celebrity. You're a celebrity in your industry and you've created this, this uh, 
you know, this, this personality. And, you know, if I was to walk into a showroom and I would say, Hey, there's Keith. I just watched his video yesterday and he was showing me all about the benefits of tempered glass. I mean, absolutely that builds trust. So then I want to just take the conversation a little bit um, in the direction of your competitors. So obviously, you know, you seem very savvy. You, you, you've got the marketing thing down pat. What do you know about your customers and how much time are you spending, not customers, competitors, how much time are you spending looking at what they're doing and how does that affect what you're doing? I'm here to admit to you that I've up until this point, this business is now 17 years old. Uh, in 2003, we started, I probably spent three quarters of my career worried about what my uh, competitors were doing. And that was the absolute biggest waste of time. Um, if I could go back, that'd be probably one of the biggest things I would change. Um, after watching Gary V and starting to um, be more customer service oriented and focused and not worry about my competition, that's really changed the game for me because I'm able to, you know, as we get older and, and, and more successful, it, eventually you realize time is your most important commodity. And when you can truly do that, when you can truly know that your time is your most important commodity, you don't worry about things that aren't going to make you money and help build your brand and help build your business. And so probably over the last three years, I've, I stopped worrying about my comp competition. Now, I have a very keen eye of what's going on in my industry because I want to be on top of it, but I don't focus a lot of attention um, on them. It's more like, oh, look who's copying us now. You know, and you kind of, <laughs> they say you take it as a flattery, like they're complimenting you by copying you, but just like everybody else, like you try and bad eye, and I can only do what I can do. Well, well, I think there's no question if someone was thinking of anything to do with glass enclosures and a business setting or a home setting, I mean, you've got to be top of mind at point of need with the work you're doing. Hey, with you posting multiple times a day, how do you come up with your ideas or what prompts you to come up with a post? Like, is there a strategy? Is there a formula? How do you come up with what you do? So that's a, that's a phenomenal question as well. Um, when you commit to start posting that much, people are like, oh yeah, I wanna do that. It's a fun job, it's easy. Let me tell you something. It's hard to come up with good content. You know, I could post pictures of anything I wanted all day long, but that's not gonna help what I'm trying to do. So it's, it's not the easiest thing to post content and, and definitely good content, but most of the stuff I post is rooted in my everyday work. So I'm, I'm doing something like, wow, this would be a good post. And you know, I don't even think about it. I just do it now. I know how to hand, hold the camera. I know the angle and, you know, it's just typing away. I could get better at my punctuation and grammar. I get a lot of complaints internally about that, but I'm working on it. My spelling's <laughs> so bad that it doesn't even autofill. <laughs> well, more complaints about the grammar than the dancing? I'm not sure. <laughs> Come on, Rick. You know that was good. <laughs> I loved it. I don't know if you were the big guy on the left there, but whoever, you guys had great moves. Yeah, that, that was me. Hey, how, how do you measure your effectiveness? If you're doing this and putting the effort into it, what do you use as the benchmarks to say, hey, this was a good week or a great post or not a? Well, I think it's easy to say viewership is good. Um, but, you know, I, so I've, I've upgraded. I imagine you guys have as well to the business platform. So you can see when people are um, looking at your page. Mm -hmm. But now let's just think about that for a second. I can post and I can see when people come on my page. Why would that be a benefit? Some of my posts, even though they're broad posts, I'm actually targeting one or two people because I just went to their job or I know I'm going to their job 
and I know they're in my feed. So I'm going to do a post that kind of hits their subconscious. Like it's not targeted to them, but I know it's what they need. And I can see within the next hour, if they pop up on my, you know, in my viewed my profile, I, it's a 90% chance that, that it landed home. And now I'm going to make sure I drill down whatever it was I talked about in the post when I, I do finally get that interaction with the customer. So that's one of the ways that I use it. There's a couple other, but that I'd say that's probably one of the more effective ones. So See, this I'm, is like, approach. I'm fishing and yeah. I'm waiting for it to bite. And then, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? <laughs> and this is why the analytics and the data is so important because without that, you wouldn't be able to target so narrow, which is when you get the most success, I think. Um, before we wrap up, I have one last question, Keith, and that is, is there any content that you stay away from talking about? Um, is, is like, are you so focused on being product service related that you don't talk about anything else? Or do you think that sometimes you just want to be human and maybe you just want to show a picture of the family having dinner or, you know, what you're doing when you're not inside the showroom? Where's that, where, where are those boundaries? Um, that's a really good question. So I struggle with that a lot. Um, I have two children. Um, I'm happily married for uh, over 15 years now. And I don't post a lot about my personal family, not because I'm not proud of my family or don't want to showcase my family. I, I committed to getting on social media strictly for business. Mm -hmm. And so every now and then I'll integrate, whether it be a holiday or some type of family gathering that I can loosely correlate with business. Um, because I think most people associate LinkedIn with a business oriented, you know, B2B, B2C consumer. Mm -hmm. And I, I respect and appreciate all my followers and I want to make sure that I'm continuing to give good content. You know, I don't want to get to a point where I'm so pompous that I need to be taking pictures of my sandwiches because people care what I eat. <laughs> That's not what I'm about. I want to educate and, you know, highlight our glass industry, the whole industry, not just us, because yeah. the more people buying glass, you know, the better we're all going to do. So that's, that's really, I definitely stay away from politics. Um, you know, at my shower door, you know, we, we believe that both Democrats and Republicans both shower, some maybe more than others, <laughs> but we want them all to buy heavy glass. <laughs> hey, I know, I know Cheryl's cues by now. She wants to wrap it up here. But that said, if there was one suggestion, Keith, okay, uh, you've got someone for someone that's kind of on the edge saying, hey, we're moving into a new year. I know this virtual sales world's got to, I got to go digital. If there was one suggestion you had for someone right now considering LinkedIn, what might that be? I would say that if the only reason why you're not doing live videos on LinkedIn is because you're uncomfortable, I'm here to tell you that uncomfortableness is the barrier to learning. And if you look at your career up until this point, you've worked harder, you put in more hours, but you're not really making that much more, why not try it? It's worked for me. Um, the amount of opportunities and doors that have opened that we haven't even discussed because of the pseudo celebrity or whatever you want to call it, I don't believe would have come my way if I wasn't on LinkedIn. So I'd, I'd say if you're uncomfortable, that's a good thing. You're going in the right direction. I like it. That's really good advice. Thank you so much, Keith. And, and you're doing the three things that we talk about with our customers all the time when it comes to content that is inform, educate, and engage. Those are the three things that, that you want to do. And entertain. And entertain. I throw entertain. Entertain is always too, important. Yeah. 
Hey, you got it. Good job, buddy. We're cheering for you. Seasons greetings. Thanks so much for joining us on the show. Keep up the great work. And don't think we didn't Thank notice you. that hockey jersey in the background from your dad, who was an NHL <laughs> referee. I know, I know, I know. That's Cam Neely, baby. Cam Neely, he's the best. Thank you so much, Keith. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next week on This Marketing Show. 